Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for uh, joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. Habitat uh, for, for Humanity supporting us this hour. We uh, offer you the opportunity to join in on the program utilizing the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. The Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line is 608-785-7914, Also, um... You can uh, call in or text, and either way, you can get in on the program just utilizing the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Again, 608-785-7914. 785-7914. Right off the bat, I, we need to make the announcement that uh, the, tonight's Them Cooley Boys concert has been rescheduled for next Tuesday, so there is no Moon Tunes tonight, uh, July 19th. They just got a little bit, I think... Um, a little bit tight with the weather out there a little bit. I mean, it was it was right there. I think it, I don't know what the decision-making process is, uh, but definitely right on the edge with Moon Tunes because, uh, you know, the the weather's coming in, but it's could go either way, you know? So tonight's Them Cooley Boys concert has been rescheduled for next Tuesday. Moon Tunes will not go on tonight. It's been rescheduled uh, for next Tuesday. And again, that will be the, uh, whatever the date is there. What does it say? That is seven to that, whatever that is, 26th. Is there something scheduled for 26th? All right, we're going to have a couple of concerts going on, I guess. All right, well, that's cool. Uh, so, you know what, you know what would, uh, you know what would allow that concert to go on tonight? The canopy. They had a canopy over that bandstand, man. Then Cooley Boys would be up there. I mean, you might be out in the rain, but you don't mind that, do you? Just hanging out, getting get a couple, getting moist, having some moist going on. That'd be okay. You'd be okay with that, wouldn't you? Of course you would. It's really just the musicians. Put a canopy up there? Dang. Man. Concerts just go on and rainstorms and hailstorms and snowstorms. All kinds of storms. Just a canopy. That's all you need up there. Uh, they'll be discussing that canopy tonight in City Hall. Can't canopy over the... Uh, I don't... You know, this is one of those things where you just don't... Can't possibly imagine. Other than maybe you disagree with it aesthetically. And, you know, I get it. Because it's it doesn't necessarily... It's, it's not... It doesn't exactly fit precisely architecturally. But it looks really good. Now, that's just me. Kind of, kind of soft on the canopy. Kind of like it. But otherwise, I can't. I can't imagine a reason why that wouldn't be something that people in City Hall would be uh, giving thumbs up to. It's not. Ain't caught. Don't cost nothing. Right. All privately fundraised for. Somebody else writing checks for it. We're just gonna put it up. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway. Moon Tunes, rescheduled for tonight. Them Coolie Boys, and that, that's a good show. That is a good show. If you haven't seen them, man, they're, they're really, really good. You know what, what they should do instead of um, packing up their gear and going home? They should just come over here. Come, on, come in the studio here and just play some bluegrass. Just do that for a while. be super fun. If they wanted to. I mean, I wouldn't kick them out. That's for sure. Not at all. Uh, 608-785-7914 against the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. If you would like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Got a, 
we actually had this conversation yesterday. So there's, uh, I saw on Facebook, there are some people that are alarmed, not alarmed, may not be the right way to say it, but they're concerned, let's just say, for the expenditures that are related to the video displays that are going up in parking ramps in downtown La Crosse. People get really, they get really, you know, when you put something big, it looks expensive, and they're thinking, wow, this is your money into that, and what is this? It's a parking room. What are you doing? Well, interestingly, we had the La Crosse Assistant Police Chief, Rob Abraham, who was basically in charge of parking in the city of La Crosse. We had him in here talking about that very thing yesterday. I mean, that was not why he was in here, but we, I asked him about it, and uh, basically those video displays, and if you park in the downtown parking ramps in La Crosse, you'll see them. Those video displays are there for, I say, wayfinding, but kind of like that. The idea is that once you, when you drive up, it will tell you, look, parking's free or parking's not free. Please register your car or um, uh, parking is free this weekend or, you know, something along those lines. Um, I don't know if it's, I wonder if it says, no, I guess it can't. I was thinking like, it would be cool if it said parking lot's full, keep driving. <laughs> No hot dogs here, you know, don't, no, no car side service for burgers, something like that. I don't know. I don't know what else I would say. Be prepared to register your car. Look out for them tickets, something like that. So that's what that is. And it is, um, I I don't remember what we talked about in terms of cost. I know we had that conversation yesterday. I think it's, it's going to be some money, but I don't think it's big money. Comes, it's money that comes from the parking utility. So money that the, the parking utility generates itself. So I don't know. I mean, it's not free money. You know, they, they don't have digital displays going up in parking ramps for free. And I understand when you look at priorities, thinking, why are you putting digital displays in the parking ramps? I understand why that can cause a raised eyebrow or two. But... Um, I also get it. It makes sense. You have, I would, it, it, it would seem to me like just a, a regular flashing sign that says, Hey, register your car or Hey, free parking from now until 6am. It would, that would seem to make more as much sense to me, but Hey, they're kind of cool too. Like bright lit up. When I, when I went to the parking ramp today, there was, there's videos of a, a guy doing trick pool, uh, golf shots or something. So super entertaining too. If you could just sit there and watch them and hang out, watch the, watch the videos on the parking ramp display. Very, very entertaining. Um, so there's your explanation in case you're wondering, in case you're one of those people that were like, what the, are they putting TVs in here? What are they doing? That's what they're doing right there. That's what they're doing. If you have any questions like that that we may know the answer to, feel free to give us a call or send us a text on the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line, which is exactly what Joe has just done. Let's go to Joe. Joe, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, won't uh, local advertisers be advertising on those? Won't that generate revenue? I, I would think so. That's I I didn't have I didn't actually think of that question yesterday when I had the chief in here, but um I would imagine. I can't that imagine would be, that wouldn't be a huge moneymaker advertising dollars, you know, on all those screens. That's got to. I mean, they pay for that pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't know if it would be a huge moneymaker, but they, and I don't know how they. I would imagine that they they go about selling it the same way they sell space on the buses, um, you know, different department. But I would imagine they would 
if they haven't done it, I would imagine they're, they're probably thinking about it. They would have to. I, I would well, think. I don't know how else you'd pay for the screen. <laughs> Parking ticket <laughs> revenue is how you pay for the screen. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that if they haven't thought of that, they probably they should give that some consideration because there certainly is money to be made there, Joe. I would agree with that. Well, yeah. how long until they're all stolen? And they, you know what I mean? How, how long will that last? How long? Stolen, will... broken. Oh, I, well, you mean vandalized or? Well, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Uh, boy, spray I, painted I, over. You know. I mean, they're up there, they're up there ways. You gotta you gotta shoot that spray paint up there in the in, in the it's it's a good. I, I mean, I'm thinking 10 feet up. Well, if they're dangling from bridges and whatnot, and, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm sure they yeah. got no problems doing it there. No. Well, I mean, this is just the parking ramps. Let's drive the weather while you're spray painting the TV. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's just the parking ramps for now. Look, Joe, appreciate the call. Thanks so much. But uh, I, I suppose, I mean, whenever you see something bright and shiny, you always imagine somebody destroying it. I do, anyway. But that's just my pessimism getting the best of me. Right? It's just the dark side of me coming out. I would have to believe, and there are cameras in the ramps as well, so I would imagine that anybody climbing up and doing any damage to the uh, the screens in the parking ramps is probably going to be caught on video. And they're generally pretty good at tracking those people down. 608-785-7914, if you'd like to join us here on the air, just a reminder that if you're heading down to Moon Tunes uh, for tonight's concert, don't. According to Moon Tunes, tonight's Them Coolie Boys concert has been rescheduled for next Tuesday. There's no Moon Tunes tonight. It does afford an opportunity, by the way, for all those Moon Tunes supporters to head to those meetings in City Hall this afternoon and this evening uh, to support that band stand canopy. If you're so inclined, there are few things that can, can be as monotonous and dulling to the mind as city meetings. But, you know, they can also get exciting. There can be yelling on occasion. Back in the day, I think they used to throw things. That could happen. I don't know that it won't. I can't say with any great deal of certainty that it won't happen, that someone won't throw something. Rick Solom. I mean, it's it's kind of hard for people. It's it's good that Moon Tunes was canceled tonight and the fact that these people can now all go to these meetings, right? Woo! Because otherwise they would be at Moon Tunes and they wouldn't be yeah. out there pushing mm-hmm. for this canopy. Yeah. But it's also I, weird it's at two meetings, so. Yeah. I, I you know... That's an excellent, excellent point. I would say, I talked to Terry Bauer this morning, and he was, he, although he's definitely going to those meetings tonight, he was desperately hoping that there would be good weather to have these, this concert tonight as well. So, but yeah, without a doubt, the, the, uh, you know, the byproduct of having uh, no concert is that uh, all the people who would be at the concert, the thousands of people, will be able to cram into City Hall. They can go to City Hall now because they don't have plans. You know why Pearl Street Brewery should take their beer truck and just go over to city hall and just serve beer as you walk in the entrance. Now, does the beer truck have a little canopy where you're going to, you know, get the beer? Well, I know that, I mean, Pearl street has a, has, they do have a little tent. I don't know if they, if they bring that to moon tunes, but they you're do gonna a need tent. a permit while you're at city hall. Uh, you have to get there before. I think five. if you, I think that if you just, you show up, you start selling beer. And then as soon as they walk out there, you just drive away. They as in Pearl street brewery. What do you mean? Wait, who drives away? Pearl Street. So Pearl Street Brewery drives up. They start selling beer, right. and then as soon as somebody in City Hall says, "Hey, wait, you can't do that," then they drive away. Oh, okay. What if they were trying to get a? What if Mayor Cavett wants a beer? Come out, get a beer. I think he'd be first in line. My guess is that that Tim's going to be first in line for the beer, but 
I don't know that. Does he show up to these meetings? I've never been to a city council meeting, lacrosse. Is he, he at these he, meetings? He does. Can we yell at him? He does. Okay. You can you can yell at the mayor. All right. They usually don't allow yelling at the mayor. That's that's something that's frowned upon. I mean, you can. You can be also only on social media. Can you, you yell you, at the mayor? You, well, no. When you see him in the grocery store, you can also <laughs> okay. yell at him. Uh, yelling in meetings typically gets you thrown out of meetings. So oh, if you're if you stand up and you start yelling at the mayor, they'll 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 cuff you in oh. and drag you out and and throw you in outside. Um, that's you know, that's how not the legend anyway. So yeah, but you can you can definitely I mean you can you can yell as much as they'll allow you to, but at some point they're gonna throw you out. Like you get do you get to go up and. And take the mic and have your two minutes or whatever, and and say say your piece. Is there that... are there are moments when you can do that. Yeah. There are times that's, when you can do that. That's when you would yell. There right? are times, yeah, you can yell. I, I think that again, they frown upon yelling too much. I think if you raise your voice just enough to the point where you're making finger your point, pointing, right? If you like... finger point and emphatically state your case without yelling necessarily, but do it, you know, big strong voice and finger point. You can finger point all you want. Like if your gestures, if you're gesticulating and you're waving your hands around, you're pointing at individual city council members and going, you and you and you have all let us down over and over again. Or point to the mayor and talk about how the mayor and his sanctuary cities, whatever you want to do. You can do that. Has to be sort of on topic. But you have to, you can, you can do all of that. It's just that once you, once you get to the point where you're, you're making people cringe a little bit and scared, like they want to run for the doors, then, then they'll, then they'll take you away. They'll take the mic. They'll well, take you out? Yeah, they might take you out. Oh. Yeah. If you're scaring people... You do people, have to though. be on topic, though? Oh, yeah. That's pretty oh, yeah. general, nah, though. You gotta, you gotta be, nah, you gotta be on topic. You gotta be on topic. I mean, sanctuary cities, that's so old news. Yeah, now. right. No, I just... That was an example. That's not necessarily something that we would be would be talking about. All right, anyway. 608-785-7914. Why wait for a city council meeting to yell? You can yell right here on the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. 608-785-7914. More to come. Stick around. Your bathroom never looks better. You must have called that fix The Cross Talk PM and WYZM. I'm at Reynolds, 608-785-7914, That's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. You can use that to join us here. Call in or text in either way you get in on the uh, on the phone. Well, sort of, yeah, I guess on the phone either way. Uh, by calling or texting at 608-785-7914, 785-7914. Just as a reminder, I know you just heard our Moon Tunes promotion. However, Moon Tunes has been rescheduled until next Tuesday, so them Cooley boys won't actually be playing Moon Tunes tonight because there is no Moon Tunes tonight in Riverside Park. Uh, all those Moon Tunes supporters probably going to storm City Hall uh, later to um, uh, to um, advocate for the uh, canopy for the bandstand in Riverside Park so that in the future... Them Cooley boys will be able to play if there's a little bit of light rain in the forecast or storm, whatever the case may be. Are we storming yet? Do we have an eye? I wait. No, Drew is nodding his head. Or that'd be a shaking his head. Shaking his head. No, on that one, an emphatic shake of the head from Drew about the storming. Apparently not storming at this point. But once it, you know, even a light storm, really. 
Well, no, probably not. I would imagine, nah, nah, they would. Never mind. Nah, if they're, mm, no, never mind. Probably not the case. If it's a storm, they're probably, they probably wouldn't have. I mean, it's a copper roof. They're planting this thing. So this big canopy they're putting over the bandstand, they want to put over the bandstand at Riverside Park that's half a million dollars. That is privately fundraised for, and, and they're not there yet. They've got 20% of it, but they have till next year. But this thing is, it is, it's kind of a cool structure. It's a, you know, whole trees kind of construction, big trees holding up the whole thing, big six big trees, not new, like live trees, old trees that have been created as a, a structure. Um, and then they're holding up a, this this acoustical roof that is covered in, I think it's copper, if I'm not mistaken, or something like copper. So my guess is that's probably, I, I, I don't know exactly how that would work with lightning. Forgive me if I don't un- quite have that knowledge, but uh, I think it'd be cool. So anyway, those meetings going off at City Hall tonight. Uh, we had a story on our website, wizmnews.com. Uh, wisdomnews.com. We had a story on our website earlier today about Burns Park in the city of La Crosse. Uh, the swing set that was put there by the Parks Department in order pre- to prevent drinking in the park. A number of interesting comments from listeners about that today. Uh, we'll uh, talk about that a little bit. That, that uh, strategy of putting in a swing set in a park so people won't drink in the parks. And then the question that has come up in the past is just how bad is having a drink in a park? And it really, if you're talking about drinking in a park, are you really just talking about, uh, you know, the, the destitute people drinking in the park? Are you really talking about homeless people drinking in the park? Or are you talking about all people drinking in the park? Because while there is, without question, <laughs> without question, there is, uh, you know, like for instance, in, in, in the city of La Crosse, there are playgrounds and parks and uh, they can, um, you know, they'll, they'll arrest you and throw you in the back of the paddy wagon if you're caught drinking in the park, if there's a playground in it. But you go to the farmer's market in Cameron Park every Friday in La Crosse, people are drinking beer right there in the park. So is it really meant to enforce drinking or is it just drinking among the indigent? I think that'd be a good question. 608-785-7914. I think originally it was meant to counteract, you know, drinking among the indigent. Let's go to Dan, who's uh, waiting. Uh, Dan, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hello there, Mitch. This is Lieutenant Dan calling. I haven't called you for a while, so I thought I'd just call. All right. You made a couple of points earlier that I thought I should address. Okay. You said that the beer seller should go to City Hall, sell beer, yeah. and then when someone approached them, bamoose. <laughs> Am I correct? Uh, yeah, Dan, Dan, I mean, we, 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 weren't, we weren't advocating for that necessarily. We're just... Well, I, I just thought I'd let you know that. I don't know how the young coppers do things, but back in the day, <laughs> all that would have done was taken a warning and it would have whetted my appetite, yeah, sure. <laughs> appetite for the pursuit, followed by the arrest. I'm sure that I I'll I'm, let you know I'm that. sure you would have enjoyed bad, that. Yep. <laughs> bad advice you gave there, all my right, friend. All right, I'm, and, I'm sorry. And then, dude. as far as yelling at City Hall, yep. I think people should look at all the yelling. Everybody knows how to yell nowadays. A lot of yelling. And yeah. rediscover 
the fine art of a reasoned argument in a polite, sincere, and quiet approach on delivering information. Sure. I think that's a lost art, but it's very powerful art if anyone ever tries it. It is. Anyway, I just thought I'd call and say hi, Mitch. It's been a long time. Dan, thanks for calling, and it's great to hear from you, and those are two excellent points, by the way. We'll see you later. I knew you were kidding about taking off. <laughs> we'll see you. Thanks, Dan. Bye-bye. <laughs> 608-785-7914. Why is it when he calls, it always feels like we're getting scolded for something, like we did something wrong? What's this we stuff? I don't know. What? He You're part of this? No, he wasn't yelling at me. Oh, uh, great. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. Now we did it. Lieutenant Dan's calling in. <laughs> Uh, let's get Eric after the news. How we do that? Is that cool? Let's do that. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Speaking of news, Rick has to do with the news. So we'll, we'll have, we'll let him do that. We'll take more of your calls coming up very soon, right here on Wisdom. Panel practice is kind of fun sometimes, but it... The Crosstalk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. And again, that Better Hearing Center talk text line is 608-785-7914. Folks, if you have... Uh, an interest in having a good time in the morning, going out on a river cruise, having some breakfast, and hanging out during a live broadcast of uh, Lacrosse Talk with Mike Hayes. Well, I have got just the thing for you because we've got uh, tickets that are moving on, uh, moving out really quickly on RadioStuffStore.com. Pick up a ticket to go on a Lacrosse Queen River cruise. For a live broadcast with Mike Hayes. Now, you don't have to be on the broadcast. You can just be part of the cruise. But Mike's going to do his whole show from Lacrosse Queen. And you can be a part of it. And so you get to hang out on the river. We're going to serve you breakfast. And uh, I'll be there. Scott Robert Shaw will be there. Dick Record, I think, is supposed to be there. And then, and then a bunch of other people. So go to RadioStuffStore.com to find out more. Once again, it's the News and Views Cruise. It's a lacrosse queen river cruise while Mike does his morning show live from the lacrosse queen. All right, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Um, we should go to back to the phones. I think Eric is still holding on. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, first thing I would like to talk about is I hope Mike is gone for... Uh, his own personal reasons, other than some family thing. But anyway, beyond that, beyond that, um, regarding this uh, moon tunes thing, I I saw on my app, uh, I have a ZTE track phone from 1 o'clock today up till, as far as I can see, range hours, range hours, and range hours, range hours. I mean, this that, that's the way this, this stuff, you can't trust none of it. But it looks probably out, and I, I guess I cannot say I don't disagree with that. But let me ask you another thing. These men do not have to have a canopy on them. All they have to have is a couple big rolls of plastic, and get them in anybody's shop store, 
And if it starts raining, they can put that over them, and uh, that'll suffice to keep, uh, keep their instruments safe, because I know they are quite expensive. I know they're very expensive, because I've dealt with this before. Uh, another thing um, about your uh, this thing with uh, Marco, the Human Rights Commission there, and mayor, the mayor, uh, uh, fire, I guess that's what it most of, basically. Sure. Because she wasn't, uh, because she wanted to be more diversive on the uh, council. But that makes me kind of where is the mayor racist or is Marco a racist? The same way as uh, Josh Hader and the, and the Brewers for something he said 70 years ago as a kid. But this, these are live adults. Who's a racist here and who's at fault here? I do believe, in my heart heart, I really do, do believe these have the, these people are earnest in their thoughts and the reason for what they did. I, I got some more stuff I could tell you about when I was in Germany, the spies in Germany and stuff like that. You wouldn't believe it. But anyway, regards, thank you for letting me to rant, and I thank you much, Beast. All right, Eric, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. That was a weird, weird story, that uh, story about Jackie Marcou. Um, yeah, funny, that was her uncle that just called us right before the news. Uh, Jackie Marcou, that got booted from the Human Rights Commission, which met yesterday for the first uh, time since then. But uh, uh, lacrosse mayor Tim Cabot uh, exerting his authority. But I think more, and I'm, I'm not going to speak for the mayor. I mean, I, I'll take him at face value when he said that he wanted to establish his authority to make the appointments and he thought that the city council was acting out of hand when uh jackie marcou moved to block dick swans from being on the human rights commission this is kind of a weird story because a lot of pieces and parts to it at the end of the day what her point was look old white guy i mean she didn't say that but basically that's it old white guy human rights or human rights commission let's have some diversity here and there's more to it than that but that was the biggest part of it but and, and again, I won't I won't suggest that there was something else going on with the mayor necessarily, but it did seem like he was he it, it not that he was taking it personally, but that he was ticked off because he had put forward a well qualified candidate, and I I would agree with him. A lot of people always thought Dick Swans was you know I don't know what a lot of negative thoughts about Dick Swans, and you know who you are if you if you've been through that over the time. Obviously, he's been long history here, school superintendent and the city council president and um, any number of other things Dick Swanson has done in the community. But at the end of the day, the dude has been, you know, he's spent the, the majority of his life here in La Crosse um, in a community service kind of role. So I I I would tend to agree that he was a well, uh, you know, a a well qualified candidate. Um, on the other hand, it's it's and 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 I don't know how I feel about about like the uh, the city council denying an appointment by the mayor just because they don't like. The, I don't know, the genetic makeup of the guy or the color of his skin or something along. I don't know if I quite like that necessarily. But I do get the point that the Human Rights Commission, that the those on the Human Rights Commission are looking for a level of diversity because 
from their perspective, it's the people who are, are from diverse backgrounds that lack a little bit um, in terms of uh, um, they're enjoying, I don't know, full rights maybe? Uh, it's complicated. It's really complicated, but I get it. Anyway, 608-785-7914. It's a, it was an interesting story. I, I, we rarely have seen, first of all, the city council block a mayoral appointment and almost never see a mayor yank a city council member from a committee. Almost never has happened. Never. All right, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. All right, we have, and again, I wanted to um, talk a little bit about um, the comments that we got in relation to the Burns Park, uh, adding a swing set to Burns Park. Um in in lacrosse in order to keep drinking at bay and and we'll get to that here uh relatively shortly uh 608-785-7914 let's go uh am i am i cool here if i take this are we good all right let's go uh 608-785-7914 i I, rick is rick is involved in something so i'm gonna go cold here let's go to the phone thanks for waiting go ahead you're on hi mitch how are you doing i'm doing well thanks Got a quick question for you. Yep. Do you know why Pettibone is closed off? Pettibone is closed off right now? Yeah. The, you know, the, it's been ever since the floods. Oh, 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 you mean like the north end of the park? Right, right. Yeah, I think that they're dealing with some, because the, the flooding has gone on for so long or went on for so long, I think they're dealing with some the washouts or damage or something like that, If I if I remember correctly. Yeah, I, I, it, it's a it's a bit of a mess, to my understanding. So well, they're just trying to clean it up before they reopen it. I, I think so. I, I'd have to look, I'd have to check again. I know that there was talk about that, and we haven't really checked on it in the last oh, I don't know week and a half or so. So, but okay. I, we, we can look and look and find out. I I I didn't realize it was honestly. I didn't realize it was still closed. I mean, the river's still up there a little bit. Right. right? Yep. But I can you know you can still get in it, but yeah, you know, that way. All right. Uh, the other quick question they had, yes. um, that new place that they got for the paddle boards and the kayaks. Yes, yes. Um, not really too much in favor of it. I mean, I, I know it's good for everybody, but reason being is because I fish down there. Oh. And when I fish down there, those people have no respect whatsoever as far as the people fishing on the shore. I've had my line run over mm. and people fight and everything, don't they have some type of rules and regulations that, uh, or who would somebody talk to? Well, I mean, really, well, at the end of the day, because they're not, they're not, they're not powered. It's the idea is everybody's supposed to get along kind of, uh, I I, I mean, it's for everybody. Yeah. I mean, if we were talking about a, 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 a watercraft that was, um, you know, under power, I think there would be something there, but I don't, I mean, they encourage the use of those uh, backwater areas for use of uh, canoes and kayaks and all that kind of stuff. So, right, but yeah. when they come right close to shore when you're fishing and stuff like that, you know. Have you have you thro- thought about throwing bait at them? I don't know if that would work. <laughs> well, either that or my lure and knock them. <laughs> I mean, live bait Maybe. works the best. Uh, it, you know, it's uh, people people in canoes don't like live bait being thrown. I, again, I don't want to get in trouble for this, and I'm not going to encourage people to do it, but eh, it's a possibility. I know you're an investigator. Could you try to find out? <laughs> I will. I will see. I'll, I will find out what's going on with Pettibone. I, I'm. I. Uh, we can find out what. 
if if you're you're probably not the only one where there's no, been conflicts not. with uh, between fisher or anglers and uh, people in in uh, kayaks and canoes and things like that. So right. we can look. Sure. Okay. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Uh, for those of you, and and this is kind of a it's a bit it's caused no lack of buzz this morning uh, in Holman. For those of you who uh, saw the story earlier about uh, the planned development for the old festival store in Holman, obviously I've got I got three emails today from people excited. I got two no three people in this building who talked to me about it who are all excited about this new indoor recreation place that is planned for the old festival food store in Holman. Um, we're trying to uh, get a better idea of what's uh, what's happening up there. So hopefully we'll have uh, somebody on the air here shortly to talk about it. But we will uh, we'll see. Yes, Rick? If you're on a city council or a board Bill, Bill's or a village board, board or something board. like that, if yeah. you're on any of that stuff yeah. and you have your phone number listed, I, I imagine that's, is that like your office number or how does that work? Is that your personal home phone number? Typically your, like your personal, the, personal number. Now, do you have to have voicemail on those? No. Is it required? Because no, yeah. no, nobody does. Yeah. No voicemails here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. We're trying to track somebody down. They just don't. We're not. Did you talk to Rich? Uh, we haven't. No. We haven't We haven't talked with uh, somebody. We're going to track somebody down. See what's, uh, see what's going on up in Holman. We'll do that for you. All right. We'll be right back. 608-785-7914. Right here on Wisdom. This is where Lacrosse Talks. Lacrosse Talk PM with Mitch Reynolds. Back in minutes on WYZM. Newstalkline.com or call for details at 507 895 2359. Ready, bus. Imagine the places you can go. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. The Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line is 608 785 7914 785 uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch, at 1410wyzm.com. On uh, the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line, listener asks, uh, actually, Gary Podesky sent this in. Are you promoting yelling at council meetings or fist pounding? Um, <laughs> we said we talked earlier about yelling at city council. Rick is, uh, was trying to get some uh, information about what you're allowed to do at city council meetings. Um, and I, I suggested that it was a totally appropriate to yell at city council meetings right up until the point where they, they took you away. <laughs> and actually, the best way to go about it, and we, we the, the best way to go about a, 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 a making an argument in front of a city council or any a village board, city council, whatever, the best way to make an argument is uh, to, um, is what Dan Marcuse said when he joined us right before the news. He said that, uh, it, that the, the, a reasoned, uh, a well thought out, uh, reasoned. Um, I don't remember what what other parts about that he was. Saying. Anyway, so a calm, reasoned argument uh, can be very persuasive and often wins the day. And so we we see less of that, and we should see more of it. Frankly, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Jerry, he's got a boathouse, doesn't he? All right, let's go there. Is this is Jerry? This is Jerry. Is this Jer- 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 Jerry? Is this Jerry Everett? Yes. Yes, this is. Okay. All right. How well, are you, Mitch? I'm doing well. Are you headed to the boathouse meeting tonight? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, what? I I understand there's some shenanigans going on. Is there? Well, I, I guess it's it's the city trying to take over another entity, and 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 some of the things are reasonable, and some things aren't. 
And uh, But the reason I called was I think it would be very important for everybody that is interested or owns a boathouse or has interest in a boathouse to be down there and, and just uh, uh, to hear what's, what's going on. And, where where and, is um, the what, which meeting is this the park board meeting? This is the park board okay. meeting at five thirty at yep. the Black River Beach. Okay. And, uh, uh, wait, I'm Jerry, sure. I believe that 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 meeting's been moved. Just it has been moved. Yeah. Okay, I, where? Um, I believe that's in City Hall now. City I, Hall. Okay, so they expected a larger crowd. Well, I think that there was that. There was also the um, because of uh, the the. Uh, uh, what is it called? The canopy on the bandstand. That's part of that oh, meeting, sure. and then they have that oh. meeting right after that. The Heritage Preservation Commission. I, I just want to make sure that that's the case. I I have. I was told that the park board uh, meeting had changed. I just want to get the latest because I don't want to give everybody the wrong idea. Jerry, in the meantime, tell me why why is this? What's the, what's the big deal when you say they're trying to take over another entity? What's actually going on to your from your perspective? Well, as you know, since Steve Carlin moved to town, they've taken over uh, Myrick Park, of course, and the golf course, and they've taken over the West Side Boat Club up there. Uh, they've taken over um, uh, now the municipal uh, boat harbor, and uh, and some of the things that they're requesting are, are legitimate. You know, is, is to have a, a, an idea of who all is there and and. Um, and license numbers and things like that. Those are reasonable. But when you get to things like, you know, giving a 24-hour notice of the jackbooted thugs will come in and uh, they're allowed into your boathouse, uh, that, that's, that's, uh, that's a little radical. And um, so uh, I wasn't aware that the meeting was moved, but uh, if you could find out that... No, I have it. Is, it is, is confirmed. That. We have a confirmation. It has. It is in the city council common shape, uh, the council... I'm sorry, council chambers in City Hall, which, of course, you're well aware of uh, where, where that is. Yeah. Okay. And so, the other thing is they mailed out notices today. Some of the people are calling me, and they got their notices today. Oh, the you're kidding. Tonight. So, no, right. not a bit. Well, I know that. Uh, I, and I had talked but, to someone, Jerry, who suggested that this was really a if one another attempt to try to remove, get some of those boathouses off the water. Is that Does it seem that way to you? You've been around for a while. You know that there have been efforts in the past to eliminate some of these things. Is that what's happening now? No, I don't think so. I think they know that they can't do that. In fact, the, the rule now is if they, if they want to get you off of there, they have to move you to another suitable place. Um, but I, I don't think that's the idea. I think the idea is just to get these people all registered so they know who's there and who owns them and so on and they get a five hundred dollar fee um so you know parts of it are okay other parts of it i think uh you know i think we've got to be really careful with how much of this stuff we start letting these people take over and they have an appetite for more and more and more and i think it's just just an appetite for more dollars the the legalized part of it is fine you know the licensing and so on but um, I think there's more to it than that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. And and uh, Jerry, we're I'm actually heading over there uh, after the show. Hopefully, uh, we'll uh, we'll run into each other once I get there. But uh, this is it's right. kind of an interesting issue. And you know, boathouses yeah. have been around since what? I mean, lo- some of them have been around since the '40s, right? Or earlier than that, I think around '30s uh, for oh, really? sure. Uh, some of those down in the West Side Boat Club, yeah. 
And, uh, you know, they're kind of a landmark. They're historic, and they're, you know, historical preservation has an interest in that in that stuff. And the boathouses have really made an attempt to upgrade the appearance and looks. And anybody that comes up and down the river on a boat, a tour, uh, tourist can tell you that, uh, you know, it's quite an interesting site, and it's quite an interesting uh, place to uh, visit. So, anyway, uh, hopefully people will turn out and get down there and let their views be known. Thanks for calling in, Jerry. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care, Mitch. All right. Jerry Every. Uh, all right, yeah, and I, I, I meant to uh, um, mention that earlier, that uh, because of the interest in, uh, well, boathouses for sure, but because of the interest in that issue and the canopy over the, the bandstand in Riverside Park, both that meeting, which is at 530 at City Hall, it's not at the Black River Beach Center, at City Hall, that meeting, and then at 7 o'clock is the uh, Heritage and Preservation Commission meeting in City Hall. Both of those are in City Hall and they were moved around a little bit to coordinate those schedules. Uh, so keep those, in, keep those in mind. If your boathouse owner is interested in that bandstand canopy at all, uh, that's, uh, you should keep that in mind. All right, there's more to come. Stick around right here on Wisdom. Outlets are ha- All right, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM or 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. And uh, this hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Pearl Street Brewery, getting it done, man. Those are exceptional people making extraordinary beer. If you want to keep up with what they're doing, just check them out. And uh, by utilizing their free phone app. Yeah, track where their beers are, what they're up to, and it's quite a bit. Utilizing their free app for Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us, those are all easy ways to do it. Certainly the Better Hearing Center talk and text line works really, really well. Uh, Just to keep you updated, if you are heading down to Moon Tunes, don't. Because there is no moon tunes, according to uh, the organization earlier this afternoon, they'd called the concert for tonight because of impending storms. So that is off moon tunes for tonight. It has been rescheduled. And again, tonight was to be them coolie boys. That has been rescheduled until next Tuesday, according to moon tunes. So that's not in Riverside Park. Uh there is, uh, interestingly enough, a number of different really compelling things going on tonight. One of those things is uh, a couple of different meetings in Lacrosse City Hall in relation to a canopy for the bandstand at Riverside Park that would would have allowed them Cooley boys to play tonight. I mean, assuming that we're not talking like lightning and tornadoes, right? But if it's some rain, that'd be fine. Now, whipping wind and rain wouldn't be so great, but some rain would be fine. At any rate, those meetings are tonight, and then at in addition, there's that um, Lacrosse County Board meeting tonight, which is at six o'clock. Not only are they looking at these advisory referendums for the fall, but there's also uh, some discussion about this whole wheel tax issue 
as well. So, I mean, there's um, a lot a lot of interesting and compelling and potentially taxing things going on uh, for us to keep track of. And we will uh, keep track of them and make sure you check out our website at wisdomnews.com to see how all these turn out. So tomorrow morning, as a matter of fact, I think uh, Tara Johnson, the county board chair, will be on with uh, Ken Cooper, who will be in the studio in place of Mike Hayes. So she'll be on in the morning to talk about whatever happens tonight on the La Crosse County Board. And, um, yeah, so looking forward to that. We also have a lot of interesting things tomorrow for uh, Ken Cooper. Um, he, he is, in uh, again, in the studio. Uh, I scheduled to talk, talk with Art Fahey about the progress on the La Crosse Center, where they're going next. And uh, a, a children's book author who is a, a, a dentist who's written a book about a children's book that has something to do with fake news. And I'll leave it at that, but it's really compelling. So that's all tomorrow morning right here on, on Wisdom on Lacrosse Talk. If you'd like to join us here on the air, it's 608-785-7914, Just as a reminder, again, Moon Tunes has been postponed until next week, rescheduled for next week. Right now it's, uh, eh, I don't know. I mean, we've got showers pretty likely tonight. And into tomorrow morning. And, well, actually, I mean, we may see some storms tomorrow as well. But it doesn't look bad this weekend. Just a slight chance of showers on Saturday. Otherwise, um, partly sunny in 80 and partly sunny in 80 on Sunday as well. So, pretty decent-looking weekend. We'll get past a couple rainy days here. Right now, 74 degrees on uh, Lacrosse Talk PM. More coming up. Stick around. For Wisdom News, I'm Rick Solom. No Moon Tunes concert tonight in La Crosse's Riverside Park. Could rain. A canopy over the current bandstand would have allowed the concert to go. A canopy is the subject of two meetings in La Crosse's City Hall tonight. All important meetings for those raising money for the bandstand shell, like Terry Bauer from Moon Tunes. We can't move forward without the, both committees approving our process or our, our plans. The half-million-dollar canopy would be paid for through private fundraising, and then donated to the city. Those heading to downtown La Crosse may see something on the curbs that hasn't been there in years. Fresh paint. The city late last year settled on a plan to paint curbs again after a hiatus of more than a decade. Helps avoid confusion, says Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham. Hopefully it will reduce um, violations, but also if someone is in violation, they clearly know it at this point. No parking zones are getting painted, the familiar bright yellow, but disabled parking spaces will get a fresh coat of blue. Governor Scott Walker has attended a White House ceremony with President Donald Trump and members of the cabinet focused on bolstering American workers, including at the planned Foxconn plant in Wisconsin. Walker was among many other elected officials, business leaders, and fish and yellow perch. For Wisdom News, I'm Rick Solom. On air and online, this is Wisdom News. WIZM is News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. For more, check out the Wisdom website, 1410WIZM.com. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM, more of your calls coming up after this word about Bion Service Center on Jackson Street and Lacrosse. Uh, for those of you who have listened to this a few times, or listened to me a few times talk about Bion Service Center, you know that... Um, I've, I've also mentioned how I'm not the only family member who goes to buy on service center for all my repair needs for my car, but my, my son does that now too, which is great. Uh, I love that we passed that on as a family tradition, but he was just telling me the other day that he uh, has saved up money so that he can take his 
awful old truck into uh, into Bions and get a lot of things taken care of all at once, so that he can you know continue to drive this crappy old truck up and down the road, but make sure that it's that it starts every morning and that it runs and that it's dependable. And he said the only place I'm going to take it is Bions, obviously. And I thought that was just, it's such a great feeling to know that he has also adopted that mindset that these guys are going to take care of you, that they're going to take care of you in a, in a kind of a family-like kind of way, but they're going to do good work. It's, it's uh, relatively priced or uh, reasonably priced, and you're, they're going to get you in and out, and, uh, and you're going to feel pretty good once, you, once, once you're done there. Again, it's... it's it's that kind of sense that you can rely on the work that they do. And it doesn't matter whether you're driving a junky old truck like my son or something a lot newer. Those are the people that you should go to to take care of all of your car repair needs. And that's what I do. That's what my family does. That's why they're my mechanic for life and why I tell people all the time, the only place in La Crosse I'll take my cars for repairs, service, and maintenance. It's buy on Service Center. Just go there and tell them Mitch Reynolds sent you. Hey, it's Brewmaster Joe from Pearl Street Brewery. We're going on 20 years as a local small business thanks to your support. So we make sure the local bars and restaurants and their families get the support. Maybe. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914, like all over the place tonight, man. We're just all over the place. Tracking down information, getting information. We got people calling in about meetings they're going to. Now, we had Jerry Every join us right at the top of the hour. Jerry Every is one of those boathouse owners that's headed to the Park Board meeting in Lacrosse City Hall. They, they quickly and secretly and changed the meeting. <laughs> face how many people know that anyway uh so jerry every called us and was talking about um what the city is trying to do with the boathouses those uh, boathouses have been around for a long long time long long time and the city has been trying to get rid of them for a long long time and it's coming various different people i mean it hasn't you know it was the former city planner didn't like them and then there's some been other people on the city council that didn't like them. There was an attempt a long time ago to get rid of them because not everybody could have one or some crap like that. Uh, they've been declared a historic. Um, they they have a historic designation. Um, it's just there there have been people that have been that have struggled to 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 fix up their boathouses because there's limits on how much you can actually fix your boathouse in terms of the value of it. It's there's so many rules. And, um, and Jerry's right. There's people that don't register boathouses necessarily because of, uh, you know, the, the amount of money that it costs to do so. But anyway, it's just, it's, it's fascinating. The, it's been a decades long conflict between city government and the people who are basically, and I get it. They're sort of squatting on the water, right? I understand. It's not, not necessarily equitable but every every few years there's another effort to get rid of the boathouses in one way or another this is just probably the latest it's, although i tell you what people in the parks department will tell you we're not trying to get rid of the boathouses we're just trying to make sure that everybody's licensed everybody's where they're supposed to be everybody's registered and and probably and that's probably the intent it's probably not about getting rid of boathouses but ask boathouse owners and they'll tell you it feels like they're trying to get rid of us all right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Let's go to 
Is this Diane? What did you write there? What? Is, what? The, look at look at that. Look at that. That's how it's spelled. Uh, Diane. Okay. Diane? See. It's just regular. I thought I was supposed to be reading a name, and I see Diane. Then I call this woman Diane, and she says, "Who are you talking to?" <laughs> Do you Diane see what the problem is? Diane and Holman. So though. is her name Diane? It's Diane. Okay, let's go there. 608-785-7914. Diane, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, just two issues running concurrently. Uh, number one is the uh, festival building in yeah. Holman yeah. that's yeah. now going to be converted into something that's similar to the shenanigans. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, well, you know, Holman is trying to build a community center. And uh, they're working on it. And my thought was to, you know, take Festival, that building, and turn it into a community center with all the parking that they have there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because they're going to be remodeling anyway. But I guess that's sort of a lost thing right now. Mm -hmm, Because this is, you know, going to go in, evidently. Yeah, it's not a done deal. I mean, it's not not a done deal. And then they still, like, the the building is still owned by by uh, the Skogans, so, I mean, it's... Right. You know. It would be just exceptionally nice, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Mr. Skogan has ever been contacted about this by mm-hmm. uh, the community of Holman. Sure. Or not, or the people that are working to build the community center. Right. But it just seemed idea, very ideal right. to me, you know. It's a good location for Close it. to the high school. Sure. Yeah, yeah. locations. Yeah. Excellent. Location. The parking sure. is excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Was there in the... That would be good for the community. Yeah. Was there something else that you had? Uh, Rick says something. Uh, yes, okay. it's on fishing. Okay. And uh, <laughs> just from my experience, um, I know a lot of elderly people who love to fish, but they can't get into a boat anymore, so they sure. fish from shore. Yeah. You know, etc. Yep. yep. And um, I think it would be nice if the state had free fishing for seniors over the age of, for instance, you can pick an age like seventy-two or okay. seventy-four. Okay. Whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there is a lower, uh, license fee, but I'd have to look that up. But, but you think it should just be free for those over? I think it is because some of these people just get out, you know, sure. two or three times a year to fish. All right. Some people, that's all they do at that point is fish. So just, like, right. just in case you're right. Yeah, no. But I guess maybe yeah. you could say, do you have a boat? Do you fish mm-hmm. from a boat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's a, then that could be a good idea. Dan, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Uh, 608-785-7914, uh, Diane, a couple of ideas there. We were talking about that festival store conversion. Still, an, at this point, still plan. Nothing has been finalized. The, the store hasn't, building hasn't been bought, but the old festival in Holman looking to be converted into kind of an indoor recreation area. A lot of people super excited about that in Holman right now. There's a huge buzz in Holman right now about that. Let's go to Jim Dandy. Uh, yes, uh, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. You got something to say? What, what is this about Bions? What you've got? Uh, you got a story about Bions? Yeah, yes, sir, I do. I'll okay. tell you what. You know, I listen to a lot of radio. Okay. And I hear a lot of repeat ads. That the Bions ad is one that I do not get sick of, and it's one that I believe in because I've dealt with them, and they're great people. They do great work. The prices are decent in comparison, and I'll tell you what, if, if, if you, you take your car out of there and something else is wrong, you call them up, you get it back in, and they'll take care of it right now. They're yeah. super people. So, Mitch, every time I hear you talk about Biomes and, and people think, oh, he's just, he just blowing smoke up our, you know what? Yeah. 
No, you're not, Mitch. They are definitely one of the best on 19th and Jackson. You people got to get down there and try them out. They're great. So that's the one thing. The other thing is, Mitch, you're talking about the canopy over, you know, for the noon tunes. You know, people were mad about the overhang of the lacrosse center going mm-hmm. over the park. Yep. Why don't they raise that up a little bit, put a uh, Make that into a band shelter. People can sit under that. They can play their people can play their instruments. Their groups can have, can sit under that. They can rotate the park around and have have the other part of the river fest down there and just kind of swap it. Um, it kind of can just be swapped around, and then they can kind of share that underneath. So that way, that covers spending that what two million dollars to rebuild the shelter completely or whatever. And and I think that would be an idea. Uh, that would cover a lot of a lot of problems there, and they'd still have their their space going over the park. They mm-hmm. wouldn't be taking up the park because mm-hmm. they could utilize that space for yeah. for you know bands performances. And, stuff. Yeah, and, sure. and the other part is when you talk to to um, art, mention about you know how you come in the lacrosse center from the front. You got that great big open space there of sidewalk. Why can't they put an overhang over that and go up like one or two floors? And and then they still have that for when people come to go into concerts and stuff and they got to stand out in the rain or the sure, snow or yeah. something. They won't have to anymore because there'll be an, uh, you know, an over yeah. you know, part over there hanging and they can utilize that space. I mean, there's a lot of things there if they just use their head and work with the, the moon tunes and, and them people. And I, I think uh, they, they got a good plan with what they got. And um, don't stand in the way. We need it done, or we're going to lose all these people coming into town that want to utilize the, the center. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's good to, and obviously, uh, uh, they're they're kind of back to the drawing board on the whole on the whole issue. It's it'll be interesting to see what they what they come up with, for sure. Well, I I hope it works out soon for them because Lacrosse does need a bigger center, and and we've got Rochester and and Eau Claire and Wisconsin Dells and and and. The, the, the more these people that come into these places, Mitch, if they like it there, they won't give lacrosse a second chance. They, we've got to get them when we can and keep them here. And, and lacrosse is a beautiful place and has a lot to offer. And it just we got a little little center now compared to what we've got the rest of. And, you know, we got to uh, accommodate the needs of all these people that want to come in. And I, I can see the point of the mayor on some, on some of this, uh, you know, why he's suggested and vetoed it but uh, we need it and and it's just we just got to use the money wisely and not you know not waste the money but i I think it's a good thing mitch and i hope i hope it goes ahead fast all right well look i appreciate the call thanks so much thanks for the kind (laughs) words about bions obviously they're good partners with us and uh it's uh i mean obviously i I know that people have uh, very similar experiences but it's good to hear from directly from uh, some of you all right, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, that's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Scott's comments around the corner. Uh, it's one of those Scott's comments, by the way, that nobody gets enraged about. So it's it's a non-enragement day is what this is. And then Rick has got to get to the newsroom to do some news. So we'll do all that. We'll come back. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. Don't yell at the radio. Pick up the phone and join in on the conversation. 785-7914. Community.com. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email. Mitch at 1410wyzm.com. 
But again, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line works really well. 608-785-7914. Talking a little bit uh, earlier about, um, uh, I mean, a couple of different things, really. Kind of got, started to drift a little bit. <laughs> but uh, interesting caller right before the news, Jim talking about the, the lacrosse center and what he's, his hopes for what, what happens there. Uh, and just to refresh, I, I asked, man, somebody asked me this question last night about what's going to happen with the lacrosse center. I can tell you with a great deal of certainty that, first of all, there's a lot of resilience among those who were just denied the $49 million project that they'd fought for. They're like, all right, that's fine. Let's go back. Let's get back to work. However, they are not, I don't think they're inclined to once again try to create something that extends out over the park. I think they've, I think they've gone down that road. So Jim Danny was talking about, you know, having that extension, having that uh, overhang over the park. I don't, I don't think they're going to do that again. Now it may enter into the park, but not hang over it. So it's going it may go over front street. It's not going to hang over it. I think that, and we've gone through this drama of the lacrosse mayor vetoing the plan for the lacrosse center expansion for $49 million and saying it's going to be 40, basically let's go back to the $42 million plan or let's spend $42 million and no more than that. I think it's, they're probably going to get to the point where they're, they've got a $42 million project with of course the understanding that there's going to be some cost overruns. So I, I would be willing to bet that we're not going to see another overhang and then we're, we're going to stick within that $42 million limit. I would, that'd be my bet. I, I think that that's what it's going to look like. Now you're still going to pay for it. So you as property taxpayers are still going to have to pay some. That was always going to be the case. You were always going to have to pay something towards the lacrosse center. So that part's not going away. It's just not going to be as much. It's going to be something, just won't be as much. Um, but I think, and, and I was talking to an architect last night about this whole process that happens, and in, in this we, we can pick this time and f- refresh your memories a little bit. The Lacrosse City Council agreed to spend forty-two million dollars on a lacrosse center expansion. They hand it off to an architect. The architect comes back with plans that go beyond that, and in cases, some cases, well beyond that. We've got $42 million to spend. Okay, well, here's a $49 million plan. That's, that's, not what, that's not what the agreement is. That's not what the deal is. The deal is not to spend $49 million. The deal is to spend $42 million. And personally, I, I think that that, if, if, if I was, um, I, I think that, that that exhibits a lack of professionalism. And I know the con, I know the scam, right? It's the old, it's the old 10% rule, but in this case, it's like the 20% rule. Well, if they're going to pay this much, they're going to pay a little bit more. But in this case, it was 20% more that they were trying to, uh, trying to soak the city for. But when you're paying an architect, whatever it is going to wind up being $2 million, you come up with a plan that's within the limits that we prescribe. 
and uh, you know it it does it it m- makes me wonder whether it makes me question and make should make people in city hall question whether they've got the right people who are making who are doing these negotiations so that was a good call by Jim Dandy by the way 6087857914 um all right I think I may have just hung up on somebody but that, <laughs> that doesn't mean we can't we can't talk to them eventually all right let's go to the phone 6087857914 thanks for waiting go ahead you're on Yes, Eric. Yep. I can't believe what I heard you just say about expanding this thing over Front Street. Go over Front Street, go north and south, as long as it goes over Front Street and go over the park. I think that would be totally acceptable to anybody who's complaining about going into the park. I think that yeah. that's brilliant. That is yeah. absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I don't think why. I, don't, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. I, I don't see why it would be a problem. To do that, I really don't. I think it's uh, that that should be a perfectly acceptable solution for everyone. You enter, you're able to walk into the park over the overhang. You go over Front Street. It should be it should be a pretty acceptable solution. I, you know, the argument was you're going to waste money if you do that. You're not going to waste money. You're going to have a big old giant expansion. It's going to look great, but it's just not going to cover half an acre of the park. Let's go back to the phone. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Ron. Oh, hi, Mitch. I'm just. Wondering uh, if the mobile oil site might be a possibility where we could just start anew yeah. and use the $40 million to just build a completely new facility there yeah. that's already owned by the city. Yeah, if it, if it costs that much, but it won't. I mean, that's the thing right. is that you're not going to be able to spend that much and get what, get get a new facility. It's going to be a way more than that, unfortunately. I mean, these things these things cost a lot of money. You know, it's... Okay. I mean, they're building it, and I, you know, and it, that's come up, and I think it's a it would be a great idea if there was $200 million sitting around. You know, you can't do it for $40 million. You know, the Fox Cities, they're building a sports complex that is just that. It's just a sports complex. And it's $30 million. Which, by the way, is all paid for by room taxes. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is that, I know that there's, there, boy, the, the, uh, the people in the hospitality industry here, Last thing they want to do is jack up the room taxes to pay for this thing. But you you got to look there. You have to look there. Because this Fox City sports complex they're building, all paid for by room taxes. All of it. Are, and and uh, additional fees. I think there's uh, room taxes and some other fee or something that they're... Ticket ticket fees. That's what it is. Some some something on the tickets and something for the room taxes. It's going to be... It's, going to be, it's paying for itself, essentially. Property taxes, uh, property taxes aren't figuring into it, and it's it's also a combined effort by multiple municipalities. So, the City of Lacrosse footing the bill for an expansion of the Lacrosse Center that other municipalities are going to benefit from, or are are that's what we're told anyway. Meanwhile, you've got you know a sports complex going in the Fox Cities, where multiple municipalities. Grand Chute, Napleton, and all these places, Ashwabadon, they're all putting they're all putting money into it. Not Ashwabadon. But you know, those places around Appleton. They're all putting money into it. And are are pledging pledging dollars to it. So anyway, uh it it's uh it is definitely there's definitely room for more creativity. 
But I agree with with the person I was talking to last night, who's an architect, said that you're you're basically you're you're violating the trust of your client when they hand you a, a project for forty two million dollars and you come back with a project that spends twenty percent more than that. And big city guys from Chicago, and and they hoodwink a bunch of local yokels into uh, I, I'm from their perspective, right? Bunch of local yokels into spending 20% more than they said they could spend. And uh, this is the thing you have to, and they convince them too, because this is the thing you have to have. And if you don't have this, you're not going to have anything. If you don't spend all this money, you're not going to have anything. The other thing is, is then you, they start chasing your losses too, because you can't fire that architect firm. Now you can't go and get another firm. Because you're already one point something million dollars into them, you've already dumped a million plus into their planning process. So you can't go get another guy down the street because then you just wasted all that money. So you just keep dumping money down that hole. No, we're really serious. We've got forty-two million dollars. We don't have forty-nine, which really should have been the message all along. Curious. Very curious. Very curious. Uh, we got Steve says, uh, oh, here we go. Uh, this uh, this uh, listener says, same people that say it's operating in the black are doing the negotiations? Yeah. Yep. Same people who say the lacrosse center is operating in the black are doing the negotiations. Yeah, it's not. It hasn't operated in the black. You can't have deferred maintenance and operate in the black. You can't. I mean, unless you're if you can't pay for your maintenance, you're not operating in the black. Uh, the lacrosse center expansion is way too expensive. And I agree. We have the wrong people in place, wasting tax dollars for their own wants. I don't know about that. I don't know if they know exactly what is the, in you, when you take, when you when you professionals come to you and say, trust us, we know better. We know how to do these things because we've done it over and over again. You want to believe them because you don't know. As, as good a people as are running the lacrosse center, and they're decent people, and people on the center board are all good people, but they don't know what is, in the, what, what is best in relation to making a lacrosse center that makes the most sense and, and, and costs the least and maximizes spaces and creates the most uh, desirable places for conventions to go and, and where you can house the most meetings at one time and, and create... Uh, uh, square footage that where you're, you're again, the, maximizing the space and minimizing the dollars that you spend. They have no idea how to do that. So they're relying on the expertise of people that they're hiring. The unfortunate thing is, is that the people that they're hiring can really tell them anything and they're going to have to believe it because they don't know any better. It doesn't mean they're doing anything wrong. It's just that they're kind of at a point, a disadvantage where they're not entirely clear whether they they would not be able to ascertain if that if what they're being told is in fact the truth so again i i just don't i think that it's it's unfortunate and inappropriate and just unprofessional when you provide a firm and if as big of a firm as is doing this operation on the lacrosse center when you provide a firm 
with an, a, a dollar amount and you say, we can build up to this amount, then bring them something up to that amount. Not, oh, and we can also provide you with this thing, which is $55 million, or this thing, this is $49 million. Just a, it's, a, it's a shell game is what it turns into. Um, we did have a problem with the, uh, with the video this afternoon, so it did cut out about midway through the show. Somebody asked me some questions about that. If you were watching the live stream on Facebook, um, that's, that's the problem with that. Uh, we did a good question from a listener who wants to know what's their salary in the center board. They don't get paid. It's a volunteer board. Um, as are all of the committees that operate within, um, really any municipality, all the board board members don't. Well, I take that back. County board members do get paid, so that's they do get paid. County board members do get paid. City council members get paid, but like committees, committee members, committee board members, they do they don't get paid. But um, <laughs> another message. Somebody just said, "Well, they they're working like they don't get paid." <laughs> no, that's not true. I don't I don't agree with that. I think that you know they're working hard. It doesn't mean that they don't know what it do, they're not doing. They're not working in, in what they believe is your best interest. So this is where I disagree with people because I don't believe this is something that is that, you know, center board members are doing to stick it to you in some kind of way. And I, we get that once in a while from listeners who believe that the center board is out to get people or something. I don't even know. Are they because because someone mentioned the word legacy uh, there is a set that's derided as, as one of those things where they believe that they are, um, that it's, it's just an ego trip of some, some kind. And I don't think it's like that at all. I really don't. I think that they're really trying to do what's right. I just don't know if they're capable of understanding what is in the best interest of the people that are footing the bill. That is to say the property taxpayers in this case. I just don't know. What I, I don't get is that the people, so in on in the Fox Cities, you can put up a sports complex, brand new sports complex for $30 million, which is not anywhere close to a convention center, just in case you're wondering. It's, it's a much, much smaller thing than a convention center. But you can put up a $30 million sports complex or, or work at, get everybody involved in putting this thing together and have it pay for itself without property tax dollars. But that can't be done with this project. That's the part that I'm a little confused about. And I, is it a reluctance? Maybe a reluctance to go after additional ticket fees, room tax dollars, whatever? Is it, is it something along those lines? Is that what we're looking at? I mean, I suppose that's possible. Can I get another call in? I think I can. Let's take another call. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I have a question. Sure, you were talking before about uh, the qualifications of the people doing the negotiations for the for the design for the center. Yeah. Do you know? Do you do you know for a fact how much money has been spent on architectural drawing? I got to get that number. Frankly, I mean it. Um, I it was. I mean the one point eight sticks in my mind, but I don't. I don't think that that's quite it. I have to go back and look. I don't have that number in front of me right now. Yeah. Do you also know for a fact that there was, uh, for example, no clause in the contract that said if uh, the design didn't meet meet uh, the approval of the people paying the bill that uh, 
the architects wouldn't get like, paid like or a, something like, like that. A, I would, it seems to me that seems to me there would be grounds, perhaps, for a lawsuit here against the architectural firm if uh, yeah, if there's not a clawback. Yeah, they but, signed it. Yep. If they signed a contract for something and then they didn't deliver. Yeah, I and um, that I did not. I looked at the contract. I have not seen that language, but maybe I'm not familiar with it. But if there's not, you know, if that's in there, I would absolutely agree. And that that conversation, and I appreciate the call. We gotta we gotta get out of here. But uh, that conversation has not occurred yet in relation to clawing back any of those dollars. I mean, they have plans on the table for 42 million dollars. It's not like those plans aren't there. And that's really not the problem. The problem is that they're like, well, we got these $42 million plans, but they're really not going to work. What you really want is this $49 million plan. No, what they said was, you really want this $55 million plan, but let's do it for 49 and you'll get a, a good deal. That's not exactly how it went down, but you know what I'm saying. This is Wisdom on Mitch Reynolds. I had the pleasure of doing a walkthrough at a local assisted living that we had just completed all the floor covering on. Tom and Daryl at Floor Crafters. And I heard, hey, Tom. And I looked down, and here's one of my customers that we had done work for 10, 12 years ago. And at the same time, a woman next to her bumps her on the shoulder and said, Who's that? And this lady says, That's my flooring guy. That story really doesn't surprise me. We've been around a long time. We've taken care of a lot of people. And I thought, oh, my goodness. And I remembered this woman from from back then, and she remembered me. What really makes our work pleasurable is to know that people consider us as their flooring guys. No matter what you paid for your home, it's your mansion. Get new flooring. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. I'm Mitch Reynolds, the Crosstalk PM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks to uh, Pearl Street Brewery and La Crosse for supporting us this hour. Thanks for all of your input on issues of the day. Wide-ranging today, no question. A lot of drift going on out there. Once again, if you're heading down to Moon Tunes, don't bother. Moon Tunes postponed until next week. They will be talking about the canopy for the bandstand in Riverside Park at a couple meetings at City Hall, one of which started about a half an hour ago. Thanks and my love to Anna. We'll talk tomorrow right here on Wisdom. It's never too early to start thinking about